But it is what is up, what is good, gamers. This is Kevin, a.k.a. Shonuff71, and your auditory canals are tuned into Season 6, Episode 7 of the Gaming Vessels Podcast. As usual, I am not in the digital studio alone. Along with me are my partners in crime. We got Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror. What's up, brother? Not much. Just, you know, happy to be here, as always, talking about games with all you beautiful people. Indeed, indeed. And, of course, our show is a no-go without Trader Joe, a.k.a. the Food Max of Gaming, who will maximize your gaming dollar. What's going on, man? What's going on, brother? Everything is good. Kind of wish I uh, partaked in that uh, whole Division 2 shenanigans at GameStop, but uh, I'm grateful I didn't join on the donkey donkey train, so. Yeah, yeah, I, I donkey donkeyed it three times, so. <laughs> really? I, uh, yeah, yeah, I had that. Uh, I took back two copies for PS4 and one copy for Xbox. Was going to go back for a third round for PS4 but uh, today, but the, the prices reverted. Or or change rather, and uh, now it's basically only given five bucks of uh, of credit over there at the GameStop. They must have caught on. So on the call because the they posted a ending. bunch of websites and uh, all these people that normally don't trade games and were like, "Go, oh, I'm gonna go buy 15 at Best Buy and go trade them." And it's like, okay, <laughs> not how this crap works. <laughs> so. mm. Yes, it's gotta, you're, it's gotta you're ruining it for people. Yeah, exactly. Spoiling it for all of us. <laughs> yeah. They're gonna go trade. I'm gonna trade this in, and they don't take the damn seal off the off the game. Oh, they God. just try to trade it in as a new game. So it's like, oh, now you do it. So. Mm, 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 mm. Just ruining it. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's always somebody that's ruining it. I'm not. <laughs> reminds me of how with the. Uh, what was it? The summer before the Xbox One X launched, the uh, the the uh, traded the trade for that. Well, the summer that preceded that launch was ruined by some uh, uh, some uh, stay-at-home mom who <laughs> was sure she had like a million, there like a like a million followers on Facebook or Twitter or something. I can't remember which. And she started posting uh, her receipts <laughs> for mm. her kid. Why? <laughs> Why? It was funny because, like, <sighs> so I guess they were people from Neo for not was it NeoGaf or or cheap ass gamer? I can't remember which were were hitting her up in the DM saying to knock that stuff off. <laughs> well, she didn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> ruined it so by the time you know that a lot of those but by the time she posted it i think the the prices had already started to uh uh, uh recollaborate uh what was the word i'm uh change readjust readjust so by the time she got involved but she was just you know it was just she was just like the catalyst the catalyst in the mm. hurricane <laughs> and so they was just messing it up just messed it up for everybody thanks That's a lot karen yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So 
first topic on the docket, we're going to get into our playlist. All right, so, all right, Des, why don't you kick things off? Why don't you tell folks what's been in your rotation since last episode? All right, so the only games that have really been in my rotation uh, recently uh, got got back into my PS4. Uh, again, been playing a lot of uh, the Switch Lite still. I love it, love it, love it. So uh, one of the games I've been playing on the Switch Lite real quick was uh, uh, Damn It X, X Machina, which has been a really fun game. Um, uh, it's a game I was talking to uh, about with you guys because it's like a mech uh, a mech kind of kind of game, very traditional, you know, Japanese, you know evil AI after part of the moon fell, hit the earth or something, AI became sentient one, destroyed the humans, blah, blah, blah. But the cool thing about it is, is, um, the, the, the design that you can do with your mechs. Like I really, really enjoyed, uh, I, I enjoy that. I enjoy flying around in mechs. You know, I enjoy, um, putting different stuff on and like changing the way the mech looks and stuff. So it's been really kind of fun, but that's really the one that I've been playing the most, uh, on my um, on my switch when I when I when I leave the house or on commute because I got about a twenty minute commute so sometimes I'll pop it in and and, and play it on the bus or, or on the train so it's it's not bad. Um, another game that I've been playing uh, this is with Joe and one of our uh, one of our listeners, um, Surging Fire for our game nights. Uh, just a plug for our game nights. We'll say a little bit more about it at the end, but. Every Thursday, we we get together with with um, we try to get together with our um, uh, our listeners and try to play a game. And the game that we've been playing mostly has been Dauntless. Uh, it's a Monster Hunter clone. Um, it's sort of like as Kevin calls it. It's like Monster Hunter. If if Monster Hunter and Fortnite had a baby, this is what Dauntless would be. Because <laughs> um, it has that sort of um, it has that Monster Hunter like run around slay giant monsters, uh, but it looks like you know, Fortnite. It's got that really pop pop of color uh, looking folks. So uh, it's, yeah. not a, it's not a terrible game, you know. Uh, it, it definitely... <laughs> that's, that's something to say. It's not terrible. It's not. You know, it's not. Like you get into a party with, with three other people, you run around. It's like butter, but it's not. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, does it have the complexity of Monster Hunter? No. You know, will it ever? Probably not. And and it's a free-to-play game, so you know you have to kind of have those microtransactions and whatnot, which I don't do. And their season passes, which is kind of the norm. But but it's a fun little game. Like, it's a fun little time waster. And you can run Would in, you... you know, and it's challenging. Like, and, and I, I like I like how the uh, the weapons feel when you're playing. Each weapon that you pl- that you use has a different style to it. You know, so I really think that they capture the gameplay really well in Dauntless. So it's been fun to play it again. And then the last okay, I was game, gonna, I was going to ask you something real quick. Do sure. you think Dauntless compares to Totokin Two? Remember when we used to play that? It was like kind of a Monster Hunter ish. Uh, I think Totokin Two is better though. I mean, that's that's a no brainer. I think Totokin was was fantastic, and I and um, I actually almost beat that game. Um, I got super far on it. Um, I just think the difference with Totokin is, is, is I really enjoyed how you could, um, um, free spirits and then you could, of spirits of like, you know, dead people and, and you can, um, 
slot them in and you can use their power to kind of make your your slayer stronger so i, I really like that plus plus it has a really cool japanese aesthetic and i i really enjoyed that game and i would really love um i would really love to play like more of it so if they were going to ever do a a Totokin 3, I would buy it. It's still on, Totokin 2 is still on my shelf. I would love to tackle that again because I got super far on it. Um, so, yeah, that's another game that we could definitely play and, and I've had a lot of fun with. Um, uh, the other game that I've, been, that I've been playing, and this is mostly due to Joe's influence because I don't know, for whatever reason, Joe's just, like, loving this game. It has been uh, Division 2. And uh, I bought the game when it launched, so I played paid full price on it i i played the first one beat it but I, I never went back to it i thought the game the 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 game on the first one was 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 really shallow like it was fun i love the the running from cover to cover i love the um uh the the text that you can do i just don't think the story is that memorable so um i mean it's kind of generic Ooh, it's a plague okay um mm-hmm. and then like you know world's going to calamity okay you know and then you have to like fight these people you know okay so so it's just kind of like okay you know um but i like the gameplay i think the gameplay is fun with it i like how you i don't know just something about the game is the game can be as tactical as you want it to be now will i ever play pvp probably not i'm not a big pvp player but the pve is is fun i like running around with with friends and and taking people down and stuff and 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 it is a little bit more believable than the first one as people are not you know according to kevin you know running around with uh with with bulletproof hoodies like they're these these are actually these people are actually wearing you know combat gear and stuff and can take shots so so on that aspect i'm really kind of happy about it um so yeah joe joe got us playing it again i've been playing it again and i've been really enjoying it i've been watching uh uh various different um what would we call it i'm watching various different uh um streamers um who who because there's always people who who are like you know oh you know um this is the best thing you can use for this one or you can do this the best thing you can use for that you know i I like watching that stuff and seeing how the best way you can build your your character and whatnot so it's been a lot of fun you know getting back into it um and hopefully you know, God willing, Kevin will join us at some time. Oh no! <laughs> you know, uh, Joe Joe bought it. Joe bought it, him a copy of it for uh, for Shiggles. I think it was Shiggles, and uh, and uh, hopefully we can get Kevin to uh, to play it. So I don't know if that's gonna happen. But, <laughs> Didn't but, you boot uh, it up yesterday? Last night, Kev? I wasn't um, sure if you booted it up Thursday night. It was like super late. I I made it to I made I did make it to the uh, was the it the Capitol the White the House what? the Capitol whatever. Okay. Yeah, so I I think I've opened up the ability to 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 team up with folks, but my my full intent was to trade that game in today. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> 
that was that was definitely part of the plan. But since the since that plan has changed, as a, now I got to reinstall it because I did delete that off my hard drive. Oh. <coughs> so Poor I kept Joe. my save. I kept my save, but <laughs> Poor Joe is just like his 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 heart is burning. So... No, my heart is not burning. I'm not that invested. His soul, in it. his soul is burning. He bought that for you as a gift, Kev. It was a gift, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you don't tell tell any gifts traded in yeah. on the DL. That's, Dude, that's like, why if you ever want somebody, when I, okay. when, I when, no. when I give a gift, I I I don't care what people do with it. It's like I got I, get, coaster, I got it yeah, for you because matter. I got it for you. If, no. you. if you get better value traded it in and yeah. get something you really wanted, hey, more power to you. Nope. Yeah, I don't nope. care. Next year, <laughs> next year you're getting a next year you're getting a digital code. Here you go, buddy. Here's your digital code. I'll get you some Fortnite content. Yep. You gotta play Fortnite with me. Well, I got a cousin who I'll just give that to. I ain't gonna play that crap. You know that? <laughs> <laughs> what do you got Scots against the Fortnite children's? Come on, son. Wow. <laughs> So anyway, that's what I've been playing, and it's been and it's been a lot of fun. Um, it's it's funny, you know. <laughs> that I just really want Kevin. It'll be fun, Kev. It'll be fun. We can just play together. We, we've been playing with some friends, you know. Our friend uh, Gerald, Gerald has been Ocon. playing with us, yeah. and it's been a lot of fun, you know. And it's like I'd miss playing with that guy, you know. And so it was it was a lot of fun getting together and 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 playing and playing that game and running around and. You know, shooting people in the heads and stuff. It's it's a fun little game. So, but those are the games that I've been playing. So I'm gonna kick it over to you, Joe. What is the what has Trader Joe been playing? Basically, what you just talked about, Division Two and Dauntless. So I mean, pretty much all week, uh, Monday, Tuesday, or kind of plays with uh, Gerald on there. We were getting into it a bit. Um, we, were, we were playing. And basically all week I've just been playing Division Two. Uh, we segued over to Dauntless on Game Night because um, Jason Surgeon Fire uh, doesn't own Division Two, and it's uh, deemed inappropriate to play in front of his young son. So we kind of played Dauntless for that reason. So on that, but other than that, no, I've just been playing those two games. I want to get back into Alliance Alive. I know that's the game I talked about last show. I, I've been getting from the library, and I had to take it back, so I just went ahead and bought it on there. So I, I dig it in the mail on Thursday. So, and other than that, I mean, I have some intentions to fire up my Xbox and play a few things uh, over there as well. I dug out a copy of Burnout Three Takedown, which is backwards compatible on the X. I'm probably going to fire up and, and give a playthrough as well. So, but uh, other than that, that's pretty much what I've been up to this week as far as games are concerned. So. Okay. Okay. Well, as for me, um, I've got to. Okay, I got to. I've I've got to do some venting here. Uh, the more I the more I thought about it, it'll be the last time I talk about it because I got rid of the game. Uh, Dragon Ball Kakarot. Okay, it's gone back. But the thing the thing the thing about it that just continues to irk the hell out of me is that. The more I played that game, and I played it all the way up to the uh, the say the the uh, Saiyans invade fight, or the the re- not the return of the Saiyans, but when Vegeta and Nappa show up, 
I'm, I completed the Napa fight uh, and was getting ready. To, Goku was getting ready, had just come back from Snake Way. And we're getting ready to jump into his, the confrontation between him and him and Vegeta, uh, or actually him and Napa, and then him and Vegeta. Um, and I'm sorry, man, that combat just sucks. It does. It if you're again, if you're a if you're a beat 'em up snob like me. It, it will just irk the hell out of you. If you're just, if you're somebody who just wants to get in there and mix it up uh, and, and <clears throat> enjoy the, the Dragon Ball Z story in a, uh, uh, in a, um, what, what would you call it? A, a abbreviated form without watching a bazillion in one episodes, it'll probably, it'll probably be fine. But for me, the same thing that happened with the with the Raditz fight continued to happen for no reason in in these fights. the The Napa fight was much easier than Raditz, but the the fact that those things were still happening and it was affecting my enjoyment of the game just continued to just just continued to irk the hell out of me. You know. Face, you know, energy blast to the face. You're sending guys. You, you, there's one part where I'm sending Nap into the side of a mountain. I mean, he's literally cratered the side of a mountain, yet he's still throwing his explosive blast at me. He's not going through the motion, mind you, but the blast just magically shows up because the logic of the game says, "Oh, it's time for me to throw his to use his special move." Damn, what you just did. Um, you know, I, I it, we're we're just gonna throw this special move out at you anyway, and it just. Ugh. But again, you know, most people are not gonna notice that. Most people are not going to. Uh, it's not gonna bother them. Uh, it's not gonna pull them out of the game. But for me, where where I'm just such a stickler for mechanics in my action games, it just, I just couldn't do it anymore. So that game went back. Part of the. Uh, the game, the GameStop, the gift that keeps on giving trade, trade uh, boost for certain games. So that one uh, took the took the ride to to Tradesville. Um, the other games that I've been playing, I just before we begin we, be, we began recording, I started playing the Double Dragon Kunio Kun compilation game. Um, I haven't played enough of it to give uh, a full impression. One thing that I will say that is kind of dope is that every game has save states. Uh, games that are that you can play with other people have a multiplayer content, so you can co-op with folks in in River City and in Double Dragon and, and all that stuff. If there if there is a uh, multiplayer component to the game. Uh, the only game I'm kind of starting off with the with the double with Double Dragon, and I'll just kind of bounce my way through the compilation as I go. But there there are some adjustments that you can make. You can either play in four by three, you can stretch it out to sixteen by nine. For whatever reason, I like the sixteen by nine stretchy stretchy with the uh, the retro games. You know, I know that's that's sacrilege to true purists out there, but you know, hey, I. I I'd rather have my my screen real estate taken up by the by the game than having those those bars on either side. That's just me, but I think that I I'm definitely going to get get enough out of um, out of out of this compilation to warrant the the, the near almost 40, 40 bucks it is on uh, the respective stores out there. 
Um, another game that I've been playing has been um, oh, and I, I, I dang my, my brain just farted. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, and which you know, it's Horizon. I'm still enjoying the story, and I am still running through collect trying to get my in-game gear sets in Monster Hunter World Iceborne. Uh, was able to hunt another Silverathian and uh, one step closer to getting those those in-game set, those in-game builds. I think I have enough uh, core elements to put the, to to buy everything or all the pieces that I need. The only things that I'm missing really are um, uh, crystal res- crystal resources that can only be picked up in the guided land. So. I'm going to have to just uh, put on my collector gear, <clears throat> excuse me, and uh, run through the guided lands and the coral and the coral. What is it? The coral. I was going to call it the coral reef, but I don't think that's exactly what that section is called. But I know where it is and just going to have to run through there and uh, loot some of the uh, crystal spawn points that uh, pop up in that area. And then I'll be able to uh, put my uh, elemental in-game build together from the Silver Rathalo. So that will be a major goal completed for me, hopefully, uh, fairly soon. And um, lastly, the only other thing that I will mention is uh, Season 3 recently launched on Dragon Ball Fighters. So uh, the big thing with that game is that they introduced... Um, uh, Multiple uh, assist select, most, multiple assist select. Every char- character in the original game and the subsequent uh, seasons prior to three only had one assist. So there was more of a, you know, depending on how you wanted to play, you you were kind of you were kind of uh, married to certain members of your team. Now that each character has. A total of three assists to select from, kind of, uh, you know, a la Marvel versus Capcom. Um, it's bringing out more variety, and they've even made some changes, some some changes to like the base gameplay. So um, I'll hope I'm kind of my goal is to jump back into that game sometime this weekend. Uh, I don't know if I will because I'm still feeling that. I'm still that Monster Hunter is kind of like my like my drug right now for some reason. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> like I want to get though I want I want to get that that Silver Rathalos um, elemental elemental uh, build set, and then from there on start going after the weapons that the Gold Rathian will give you. But uh, if I can pull myself away to connect my uh, my arcade stick i will definitely jump back into fighters sometime over the weekend because it this really is the time to for people who have either not played it in a long time or have not really played it at all and i would unfortunately put myself in that latter group because i've had the game since launch but i really haven't put hardly any time into it uh, this really now is a time to get into it because the whole meta of the game has changed with these variable assists that all the characters are doing. So you're going to see a lot more variation in teams when it comes to pro, uh, to high-end play and the options available to folks just getting into the game are, are wide open. So, you know, the tier list basically got a massive reset. So that's, that's a good thing. Uh, so hopefully I'll be able to jump back into that this weekend. So... 
So that's what I have been playing since our last episode, or actually what I've been playing and what I hope to play since our last episode. So now we are going to jump into the next topic on the docket is going to be our news section. So I'm going to turn things back over to Trader Joe. We're going to let folks know what's been going on in the industry of gaming. Alrighty, alrighty. Uh, first things first. Uh, this is probably going to be a uh, something we'll probably talk about every episode, uh, at least for a while. But the good old COVID nineteen coronavirus has broken out uh, its impact on gaming yet again. On there, so uh, the pending re- release of the Turbo Graphics sixteen Mini has been delayed worldwide due to the coronavirus on there. So if you did pre-order the TG-16 Mini, um, it's going to be delayed indefinitely on there. Now, uh, people in Japan that pre-ordered the PC Engine Mini, which is the Japanese equivalent of the TG-16, if you pre-ordered it uh, on or before uh, March the 5th, you still will get the system on March the 19th on there. So I'm pretty much asked out because I pre-ordered the TG-16, so I'm going to have to wait a bit to get that. So there's no uh, specific release date uh, for the system, if need be. I guess it's just really relying on Chinese manufacturing, and I'd rather have uh, the Chinese manufacturers of the system be safe uh, from the coronavirus on there. And then also at Bungie on there, um, they recently went ahead and they shut down their offices on there. So not just their headquarters in Seattle where the virus has recently broke broken out, but globally on there. So the company is reacting to the spread of the virus through a fully remote work infrastructure on there. The work of this plan is to s- simply to keep Bungie employees away from their offices. Very few details are being offered on this plan. Now it's been made clear that work will still get done, quote unquote, on there. While health and safety are a top priority, we also recognize the importance of maintaining the continuity of our regular bungee business operations that have rapidly built a remote work infrastructure to best support this on that. So, and so they said there's no delays in the short term on there, so that uh, content will continue to drop for the game. Uh, the Season of the Worth is going to be launching on March the 10th, and Trials of Osiris will be launching on March the 13th on there so so i'll have to take a look to see what else i mean there's other um events that gotten delayed or canceled on there uh, south south by southwest got uh, canceled this week as well um it looks like there was a TwitchCon in norway or in the netherlands that uh got shut down uh and Who's to say if E3 is going to wind up uh, possibly feeling the effects of this, depending on what happens? So, so we'll have to see in all of this. I think Bungie is being very proactive and getting everyone working from home. I'm just hoping that other companies will feel or work the same way as well. On that. Any thoughts, gentlemen, on any of these two items? I personally don't. I just hope that you know everyone stays safe out there. Wash your hands. You know, uh, don't touch your, try not to touch your face as much as possible and just, you know, just try to take care of yourself, you know? Yeah. And, and um, I, a lot of, uh, this will pass, you know, uh, 
Um, so, so just please take care of yourself. Yeah, no, I think a lot of people, all this has been amplified due to social media and some people's yes. estimation mm-hmm. on there that, you know, I have a lot more people talking about it than per se, because things like this has happened in the past mm-hmm. on there as far as different diseases. Obviously, this is something that is spreadable and it's in our particular part of the world now. So I think that's why, you know, people are talking about it more. I know at least myself, I try to go to Costco on Wednesday to pick up a few things, including toilet paper, which I happen to need for some reason. But some reason. We know why you need it. <laughs> yes. Well, I happen to just be close to being out. And usually, you know, obviously, once I buy toilet paper from Costco and me being a single guy, I do not run out for quite a bit of time. So that's why I'm alluding to it. So yeah, like just go to a drugstore for that. The, the drugstores near us have, have plenty. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know, it's just me trying to buy it. I wouldn't like even a bother. Yeah. I wouldn't even bother at this point. But are you? Nah. But 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 I think the real sad story is that Costco has suspended all of its free samples. You know, it's for until further notice. So, like, what are you gonna do, Joe? Just kidding. <laughs> Bye, I think I, I think I will live, Desmond. It was a joke. So. It was a joke. Hardy har har. I'll continue to go to the food court. There you go. <laughs> I, do, I do have a membership, so I, I have no fears of getting banned from the food court. I know recently, I know we, this is pertinent gaming news that the Costco food court's now gated as far as for Costco members only. I so. know. Yeah, I know. Only Costco members can go now. It's like no way they could keep them out there as long as they get through the exit and be able to go to the kiosk i don't think there's any way yeah, for them to take care of that but well you have to go and you have to pay though so that's true so, but you I can mean, pay with cash no matter yeah so but. all right uh next news story um we're talking about some release dates uh for ghost of Tsushima. um sony finally got a release date for that game it's coming out on june 26th on there, so it's available digitally. They have a digital collector's edition. They also have a, a physical collector's edition, and also a uh, physical special edition as well. On there, so if you happen to grab the um, physical special edition, you get a steel book, and it looks pretty damn nice. A digital mini art book from Dark Horse, uh, some downloadable content, including in-game items, director's commentary, and a skin set. On there, if you happen to grab the collector's edition, I believe the retail on that is like one sixty nine ninety nine. Uh, you get the steelbook. You get a uh, Sakai mask, which comes with a stand. On there, it looks pretty pretty nice. On there, a cloth map of the island of Shishima, uh, a war banner, a uh, Furoshiki wrapping cloth. And it looks like you do get a 48-page mini art book, physical mini art book, and then uh, quite a few items, including you know, the alluded director's commentary, skin set, and a Samurai PS4 dynamic theme as well on there. So. And then last but not least, the digital edition comes with lots of different goodies. Of course, you get a, the digital mini art book. Uh, the Samurai uh, PS4 dynamic theme and all the other items in the other editions on there. You also get a digital mini soundtrack, an avatar, and a, another dynamic theme as well. So I'm pretty excited for this game. Uh, I already put my 
hot ten dollars down at GameStop to get the uh, Steel Book and the sixty nine ninety nine edition. Any of you two are going to go pre order? Oh yeah, I'm going to get it definitely. It looks great. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to get it. I don't know if I'm in in the rush to pre order right now because um, I'm just getting the basic edition. Uh, but yeah, uh, day I'll be there on day one on this one. I'll probably most likely be getting the steel book, you know, just to have it. That way, mm-hmm. you know, when Joe inadvertently sells his back, I'll be able to say, like, look what I got. <laughs> I'm good. I will keep the steel book, sir. I'm not trading in any any of that business. So, in fact, I recently canceled my order from Amazon Germany to get a couple steel books. So I'm trying to control myself a little bit. Oh, my God. It's so. good. It's good. <laughs> I know. All right. Well, next news story. Um, we seem like every episode we have a story about Platinum Games, and guess what? We have another story about Platinum Games. So, That's amazing. Um, Platinum Games see. actually showed up at PAX East 2020, so they did have a uh, a session on there, and so they pretty much talked about everything, including the Kickstarter campaign for Wonderful 101 Remastered on there. We talked about last episode about them opening a new office in Tokyo, Japan, on there. That's going to be uh, responsible for uh, developing Project GG on there, but they did also reveal too that they are still wanting to both maintain um, some partner projects along with the self-publishing some games as well on there. So I thought that was interesting uh, note as far as their discussion. They, they they do like to collaborate with other people. Obviously, they want <laughs> people to pay for their development, of course, and whatever business they could get. Uh, they're currently right now developing Project GG, um, also Babylon's Fall with Square Enix, and then with uh, Babylon uh, Bayonetta 3 with uh, Nintendo, of course, on there. So, so, and we still haven't got the last final announcement from the Platinum 4 on there, but we'll keep an eye on. Hopefully, maybe we'll have a story next episode of Gaming Vessels about the last reveal for Platinum. So. Yeah, yeah. You're so cool. All right. And then last but not least on here, I just want to mention something we kind of talked about this week. But uh, if you didn't know, those wonderful developers at Koei Tecmo uh, had to kind of step back. Uh, Dead or Alive 6 is always noted for tons of different microtransactions. But recently they... Uh, came up with a microtransaction that just finally broke the proverbial internet camel's back <laughs> uh, with their fan base on there. Basically, they just recently rolled out a thing asking pay- players to pay for a change of the hair color of their characters. They had to pay $1 to change, like, say, if you want to change your character's hair color to blue, you'd have to pay them a buck. And guess what? If you want to change it to another hair color back to the original color, you have to pay them another buck on top to switch it back mm. on there. So mm. uh, so on Twitter, Team Ninja went on March. It was earlier today, actually. Uh, they released a statement, which is basically an apology, calling the feature a quote-unquote misstep and promising a solution will quote-unquote mitigate the issue. On there, so uh, misstep, so you, mm. uh, misstep, yes. That's what we're calling it, okay. Well, yes. Then yeah. they said, "We hear and acknowledge your disappointment behind our rollout of the new hair color feature for hair color feature." 
This is a featured thing. So yeah. yes, uh, we thank you. And here I've been calling this type of stuff a screw job all this time, <laughs> but it's actually a feature, everybody. It's it is a feature, feature. yes. <laughs> they they, uh, they want you to to understand that this is what they want you to do. This is a feature. It's like <laughs> it's like it's just like bucket seats on a car, or I don't know. <laughs> It's a, it's like if you're a car manufacturer and you charge a dollar for every time you like switch the station on your <laughs> a, a radio inside the car and then pay another buck for the switch back. It's just like it's just I think it's I think terrible. they learn that like, they've. Are you serious with this? It's just uh, and then but then and one on one hand though I look at it and I say okay, how much of this is our fault? You know. How much of all this? of it? Well, it's all our fault. I mean, every I'm, I'm sorry to cut in, but it, no, it's no, no, it's no. all our fault. Because look, this is a fighting game, okay? Um, the stuff the stuff that goes into these Dead or Alive uh, uh, DLCs, and I don't even I don't even play the game. I, I have a lot. I have respect for the game as a 3D fighter, but let's be real. It was Most one of, my of the favorites. people that are. Yeah, most of the people that are buying this extra stuff, you know, they uh, they they want to they want to see uh, what's her name Tanuki or whatever her name is the Kazumi. one of the Kazumi. They just want to see Kazumi's tits in a Santa outfit. That's really why. <laughs> that's really why this yeah. breaks down. Let's be real about it. So, ain't got nothing to do with any kind of uh, benefit to your fighting style or any kind of benefit to. You know, this is not a weapons-based game. This is all straight-up fan service nonsense. So yeah, they're not putting the. I'm not saying that this isn't this isn't Shafty. This is most definitely Shafty. Uh, but if you can just enjoy the game for the game itself after you paid your your $59.99 or whatever, and just enjoy the game straight up like that, then you're good. You're golden. But they obviously because people keep going back there and buying all this stuff so they can see their their favorite boobies jiggle on their favorite characters, which is something else I can't understand. Because like if that's what you're into, bro, you can see real chicks. Um, I'm just saying, uh, <laughs> it's you know they're making money off of it. So on oh, one way, on one way, I'm saying this is shafty on the part of the company. On the other part. It's like y'all, 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 anime freaks. You know, <laughs> you guys kind of brought this on yourself. You're buying it. I don't know. I just. Well, I don't know if you guys realize, but uh, do you know the season passes for Dead or Alive Six? The season pass one on PSN right now, ninety two ninety nine. Oh yeah. Season pass one, season pass two, seventy nine ninety nine. Oh. Ridiculous! Ridiculous! Uh, and all of this is costumes. Yeah, ridiculous. There, it's, like, so. it's like six hundred. It's like what is it? Like three hundred dollars to get everything. Like three, almost four hundred dollars to get everything. You know, for this game. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm just like, what are we doing? Why? Yeah. Stop it! Stop it! It's unnecessary. Yeah. Season pass three seventy nine ninety nine. Season pass four eighty nine ninety nine. So <laughs> it's just so unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, Might as well just call it anime dress-up game, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like it's. I mean, this reminds me of back in the '80s of you know when the crash happened. 
you know, strawberry shortcake the game. Literally, you're just dressing up these uh, randomly generated strawberry shortcake characters in different outfits. That was the game. I mean, that's all you did. It was I don't I think it was like a memory thing. And I saw that I'm like, oh my gosh, no wonder the market is just crashing in the industry. Hey, I had that game. That was great. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Joe probably had it though. Oh yeah. No, it's their day one. <laughs> He's like, I, yeah. I waited at the launch. Oh, yeah. yeah. Strawberry shortcake's oh, yeah. my jam. That was that yeah. was my shit, yo. Strawberry shortcake. That's, that's... Uh, it was between that, the Bearstein Bears, and uh, what else? Hello Kitty. Uh, you were like down for it. You were down for whatever. You're like, let's do this. Yes. Hello Kitty. It's all good. Bearstein Bears, man. The Bearstein Bears. <laughs> I mean, it, I don't know. Just like, and if you like this stuff, I mean, it's great. But, but, and I think that's always been the been the argument for like DLC for for anything really is just like you know. You don't have to buy this, you know. Yes. And I'm like, it's... I'm like, yeah, you know, to an extent, I mean, you don't. But I keep going back. You okay? If this is sixty dollar game turns into a three hundred plus dollar game, yeah. I mean, if if you want to look at hot chicks in funky outfits, there's you can look at real chicks in funky outfits for free. I'm just saying, I'm not condoning that. But I'm just saying, if that's what you really want to do, you don't have to do it. You can. You, I'm just saying, you know, there's ways around that without having to freaking go to spend three hundred dollars on women that don't exist mm-hmm. <laughs> to see them in skimpy outfits. I'm, 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 I'm just saying. It's a lot. Well, yeah, I think the I'm fighting just... game community, though, like even Street Fighter Five, there's tons of costumes. Tons of stuff uh, that you could buy for Street Fighter Five. I mean, so it's kind of there is, the but there is nothing even close to this egregious. Oh, I know, I know. That's what I'm saying. This is egregious, and yeah. and it's like, you know, it it, it makes no sense. But again, uh, you know, the 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 one the ones to blame are the ones buying the stuff, and oh, you know, the in in a way, it's like. What they did was messed up. I mean, it's ridiculous to, to. Now, I will say, if if you've already bought the skin and you want to change a hair color from one color back to another, and they're going to charge you a dollar to do that each time, that's nonsense. Yeah. That is ridiculous. But everything else is on the consumer, oh, unless yeah, you've sure. got some under underage kid who swiped mommy and daddy's credit card and is buying all this crap. Um then this is all on the user don't don't do this stuff and <laughs> but the reason they did it is because it's obviously making them money freedom of choice so yeah so i don't know i i i'm an i'm an anime fan myself but i swear i do not understand that aspect of anime culture i i don't <laughs> That's right, Kev. I'll, I'll be buying you some Dead or Alive DLC for you for your birthday. Nah, trust and believe, I, I will send that right back. Return to sender. <laughs> Address unknown. Yes. There you go. There you go. All right. That's the news for this week, gentlemen. All right. <laughs> what a way to end it. Oh my gosh. Oh man, for sure, for sure. 
But folks, for those of you, if you may not, well, you probably do if you follow gaming uh, sources on, on social media. PS2 just recently celebrated its 20th anniversary. Um, every, all the hosts on this show have owned the PlayStation 2 uh, or, or still have the, a PlayStation 2 in our, in our group of console, respective console collections. So... This, for this next topic, we are going to, uh, our main event of the show, we are going to discuss the PlayStation 2, uh, what it has meant to us uh, as far as our um, growth as gamers, what games met, uh, we really found enjoyable on that platform. The PS and, and a lot of people will find will will not believe this, but the, at the time that the PS2 when I but when I finally got around to getting one, I had a launch PS2, uh, but it it croaked out on me, so I replaced it once the uh, the Slim came out. So when the Slim came out, uh, by the time the Slim came out, the PS2. Although it had my favorite game, my well, it's, which is still my favorite game of all time when we start talking about games, um, it was not my favorite system. Believe it or not, my favorite system at the time was the original Xbox. Yep. Um, and particularly when they sh- when they showed uh, Ninja Gaiden, uh, when Itagaki showcased Ninja Gaiden. I can't remember what that was. E three. 2002 2001 i can't remember but um that was my jam the original xbox you wouldn't know that if you follow me on social media but uh, there was a time uh when the xbox was my preferred console i had the playstation 2 and i thoroughly enjoyed it uh most of my multiplats were purchased on xbox uh and the ps2 was I had for exclusives, but because they had uh, so much of a market share, there was just a ton of third-party games that didn't even make it over to uh, to Xbox for whatever reason. But again, uh, it was a time where where Microsoft was hungry and they were trying to put a box in the home, and they were making aggressive moves and had an an effective, uh, diverse. Uh, level of amount of software that really made the xbox a um uh, something very valuable uh at least to me as a gamer but i know it's weird that we're talking about the ps2 and i'm bringing up xbox but i I just have to throw that out there as um uh for just from my standpoint uh, in that era, I mean, the PS2 was not my preferred system then. It it it, it was the Xbox. So I'll I'll toss this, this question out to you two. Uh, where did the PS2 sit uh, with with you in your uh, in your uh, level at your level of preference at the time? Were you dealing? Were you looking working with GameCube? Were you working with Xbox? Were you looking playing PC at the time? How did the PS2 fit? Uh, on your preference level back in the day. I'll let Joe start with that. Well, I'm going to say right now, I did not buy the PS2 at launch. I'm a, considered now as being a quote-unquote PlayStation fanboy, but really and truly, I enjoyed the Dreamcast, and I felt the, what Sony did to the Dreamcast 
to kind of stifle their market uh, was kind of just straight up, straight ass bullshit. So on there and uh, looking at the launch games on the PS2 at the time, like Fantavision, like, well, I'm, what do I care about Fantavision or uh, any of the other games that they brought out at launch? So I was just, I was not about it at the beginning of the launch of the PS2 on there surprisingly so i did not buy it until i think the subsequent year uh, is when i started to see more games being developed for it and after uh, sega pretty much pulled the plug on the dreamcast and you were seeing uh games being developed mainly by sega for xbox actually so between the three consoles i mean i enjoyed gamecube quite a bit and xbox like you kev i was kind of up in that business as well on there so so obviously I eventually came around. I did pick up a PS2 and enjoyed it quite a bit along with all three consoles at the time on there. But uh, yeah, I initially I just I felt like the games that Sony were bringing onto the system at launch uh, were kind of lacking. You mean you weren't there. feeling bouncer? I was not feeling the bouncer. I never bought <laughs> no. the bouncer actually, so no bouncer well, for you, buddy? No, no bouncer was, for me, yes. It was trash. <laughs> Some people actually enjoyed it, so. It had a cool aesthetic, but the combat was crappy. That's what I remember about it. The combat was not very good. Some people were actually making comparisons of the Final Fantasy VII remake, uh, which probably none of us have played yet, but... <laughs> I say that it kind of reminds them of uh, maybe some aesthetics from the bouncer a bit. So, did you play it, Kev? I downloaded. I have not played it yet. Mm-hmm. We'll, probably, we'll talk on next show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for but, me, honestly, I didn't pick up. I I was like Kev. I was a uh, Xbox for life. You know, X X X Xbox. You know, and then X actually gave it to us back yes, in back it was, in. that first <laughs> that that big ass console. Thing. Oh my god, the thing was so huge. And then <laughs> I got that and I was like, let's do this. But um I think most of the reason why I got it, uh for the for, so for the PS okay, so so for the PS I was a PS1 fan. I played it for quite a while quite a while. And then I think I got an Xbox after that, and that was my first foray into like the big like oh you know I gotta I gotta I got a big ass you know I I, I got I'm 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 the next I'm 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 in it I'm in it to win it yeah right and then um I got a PS2 I think someone gave it to me actually or I got it super discounted um and then I because which one did you Joe which one did you uh um chip for me was it the first one or the second one. Yeah, uh, you talk about the PlayStation or yeah. PlayStation Two? PlayStation, probably a PlayStation One. I think it was a PlayStation One. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Because I have, because I have a PlayStation Two. Um, it might have been the two as I well. I think it might have been the two. Yeah. Um, and then I remember getting a whole bunch of like burnt games, and that was the the bulk of my stuff was just playing, you know, burnt games. Uh, because Joe, being Joe, had a huge library of these games, and he would be like, "Look, I got this." And then we go to San Francisco, and he would be like, "I'm gonna get Famitsu," and I was like, "Okay." And so we get the magazine just for the ads because we don't read japanese so <laughs> so we would just get it for the ads and joe would look at all and like fiend over all these different games and games that he could get and so we were like okay so i remember my m- memories of uh the ps2 were, were just playing it 
with Joe and Joe having all these, you know, burnt games and, and us playing and us playing these burnt games together, um, you know, and, and just kind of like kicking it that way. Um, so personally, I didn't realize, you know, like, I, I think I bought very few um, PlayStation 2 games. Um, I think one of my favorite ones was, uh, what, Magna Carta? <laughs> if, if you remember that one. Um, that was one of the games that really kind of like spoke to me and, and I played a few, um, uh, PS, uh, sorry, I played a few, uh, RPGs, but for the most part, I was just playing, I was just playing with Joe, what Joe had, you know, um, because, because I think we were roommates at the time and, um, no, this is PS, PS2 came out long 2001 2002 you weren't my roommate back then oh sorry then it was the first then, it wa- then, then we were playing the ps1 then okay sorry yeah then we were playing the ps1 okay and then i got a and then i got a um yes and then i can't remember i came back down from san francisco and then you um you uh chipped my ps2 and then I got a whole bunch of games from you. You burned a whole bunch of games for me, and I brought them back. I don't remember me. I mean, that was sounds nefarious that, that I don't want to admit I'm a software pirate. But back <laughs> then with the PS1, it was uh, something that we all did on there. I don't uh, think PS2. It's, you didn't sell them remember. to me, dude. Come on. You just you wanted to play You wanted to play games. You know, you, this wasn't about you stealing games. I Because I remember, didn't you used to come up and... Yeah, because yeah, I remember because you used to come up and we used to go to Japantown and we used to look at all these various different games that were going on. No, it's not about being a being a pirate, not at all. It's about it's about these games not coming to America and us having to do you know what we needed to do to get these games. You know, for if anything, it's 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 these damn you know companies not not releasing games that they should be. Personally, that's how I look oh, at it. For sure, yeah. You know, so, but um. But yeah, um, I think my uh, PS2 days were more so about just uh, just playing, you know, uh, burnt games or whatnot. I think I have a couple of PS2 games that I that I that I kept that I really that I really enjoyed. But but for the most part, um, I was more so. Uh, I didn't really start getting really into uh, gaming again until. Um, until I got the uh, the PS3, that was the one that really kind of like, uh, was when the tables kind of turned, for me. So the PS2 was a you know was a, was a great system, but I never really, you know, I can't remember too many fond memories about it. Unfortunately, how about you, Joe? Oh, as far as uh, games, you mean? Yeah. Oh no, there's plenty of games. I mean, God, I mean, you're talking about just the the sheer magnitude of uh, titles that came out, much less the imports that I use to uh, play as well. So um, talking about Dragon Quest VIII, uh, Devil May Cry series on the PS2, of course. I played the first one quite a bit. Didn't play uh, any of those. Beyond Good and Evil, uh, the Ubisoft game mm-hmm. on there. Uh, God Hand, which Kevin will probably attest to. Well, God um, Hand was fantastic, so I can't. I guess I guess I just put it in the back of my mind or back of my head because I haven't really thought about any of these these games in a long time. Yeah, um, you're talking about the original Ratchet and Clank series. You're talking about Sly Cooper. Yeah, you're talking yeah. about uh, you know Jack and Daxter. The first Jack and Daxter was fantastic on there. Uh, 
Gradius Five, uh, the original Monster Hunter. I was so bonkers for the first Monster Hunter when it first came out that I was playing it online, and I wound up importing Monster Hunter Two and was playing that for a bit. Yeah, I mean Monster there. Hunter, Monster Hunter um, One was the first game that I played on. Um, was the first game that I played on. What would it? Uh, I played online actually. That was the first game. Um, that I actually sat down and and got online with. So yeah, yeah. Akami, uh, if you remember Akami, mm-hmm. on there, great game that's on modern consoles. You know, you play as uh, Amaratsu, a wolf on there. So I mean, with the whole Japanese aesthetic on that, um, Shadow of the Colossus, Ico, uh, both excellent games. Yeah, play Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. Yeah. Katamari Damacy. No, oh, fun game. Yeah. I mean, also you got to think of all the great RPGs on the system too. Shadow Hearts, Shadow Hearts Covenant. Um, you mentioned uh, Magna Carta, but also like uh, Shimagami Tensei 3 Nocturne no, on there. Uh, Digital Devil Saga, both of those games on there. So there's a, there was a quite a bit of games on the PS2 that eventually... Um, with the Japanese uh, kind of powerhouse development behind the system, pretty much uh, steamrolled everything else on there. And I know uh, towards the end of the Xbox, you kind of could see uh, with the original Xbox that less games were coming out for that system. The GameCube was just kind of doing its own thing on there as well. So it was a system basically that started off kind of weak, but kind of, with the software that came out for the system and the amount of games, uh, unique games for the system, kind of ended up very, very strong on that. So it, it kind of helped me be uh, kind of solidified my PlayStation um, enthusiasm for the platform on there. I know I've been, I was a big Saturn guy from the, uh, from the, from the I'm trying jump. to think of, yeah, from well, the from, the, from the prior. The, the prior platforming, you know, as far as that generation, the prior generation, I was a big Saturn fan versus PS1. Even though I enjoyed the PS1 quite a bit, I kind of consider it as being like a, a supplementary type of system on there. You know, but you granted, I mean, Wipeout Tech and all those excellent games. I, in PS2, I can't even think about, I mean, mentioning the ports of Virtua Fighter 4, Virtua Fighter 4 Evolution. I've spent so many hours playing that damn game with friends. On that, you know, so you gotta just think of think of it all in the mix. On that, Kev, how about you? I mean, I know PS2 is pretty significant for you as well, right? Yeah, um, the Onimusha series. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. The um, in particular, what was it? Two was that the one where you had that? They had that. They put that uh, that U.S. actor uh, Renault. Oh, that was Onimusha three. Onimusha three. Okay. Uh, yeah, that one in particular, I, I particularly enjoyed that. Um, there, then of course, there was the return of Ghouls and Ghosts in a th- in three D, which oh, was Maximo. at uh, Maximo. Loved that oh. game. Love both uh, of them. Yeah. Um, Mark Cerny is actually kind of the one that helped develop that game. Believe it or not. So. Oh really? Did not yeah. know that. Yeah. Um, so the Maximo series there, love the love that love those games. Um, so many uh, the RPG Valkyrie Profile Two, 
Um, in a way, I'm kind. I, I'm glad that there was. Well, there might have been. It's because it's been so long since I played that game. Uh, I don't even want to know how many hours I put into Valkyrie Profile Two. I mean, mm-hmm. it would probably make the amount of hours that I put in Destiny and Monster Hunter World look trivial, because I I ground. Every I min max every section of that world because the 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 combat systems were just so addictive, and it required you to do that if you were going to make some uh, some subs some some uh, some 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 leeway there because it, it, you were always on in this thing of getting rid of or sending certain characters on to Valhalla to keep. Uh, Zeus appeased and keep Freya from coming down to kill you, uh, just like it was in the first game. Uh, although they they didn't they didn't run that mode quite as bad in the second as they did in the first, if memory serves. But man, I ground that game. I min maxed that game to to no like nobody's business, and I finished it. And it's probably to this day. It's a tie between which is which is my favorite RPD, either for the first one or the second one. Um, I think I'd probably have to give the the edge to the first one, which is on PlayStation One. But PlayStation Two, Valkyrie Profile Two was like very close, and there was um, um, I want to say that was there. Um, uh, what was Beautiful Joe? I know it was on yeah. GameCube, but they was ported it, on it PS2? to the PS2. Yeah, yeah okay. To... Yeah, because I remember uh, they... playing it on PS. I wanted to say I remember playing it on PS2 there. So beautiful, beautiful Joe. That's a great uh, game. Yeah, yeah. They had a, th- and I think they had a 3D Castlevania. Oh yeah, they, they had a couple. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, Lords of Shadow, Lords of Darkness, I believe. Mm-hmm. So I remember playing that. Uh, but the the game that is still the the king of the hill in my eyes and uh, forever shall be is God Hand. Yeah. Um, I don't know a game where you can beat up uh, a midget uh, BDSM variants of the Power Rangers as a boss battle, and and I mean that game is so freaking it, it it is so politically incorrect it was politically incorrect back then i don't think there's no way in hell a game like that would be made now if if it would um it would be it would probably be something like would never see the light of day in the never west outside could. of importing yeah, i don't think you could yeah i mean you were fighting gay uh muscle bound <laughs> weight lifters and it was uh, I, I, that game was was why well, I loved it. But the thing that made it so funny and so fun mechanically was that you literally could adjust every move uh, in your arsenal from your jab to your guard break to your, you know, the move that sent your opponents flying and the special moves that you could select. Like, you know, generating this 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 ethereal bat out of nowhere and just knocking fools into the stratosphere. Yeah. <laughs> was just it was just so oh man, that game is so good. Um Yeah, I beat it too. 
Yeah, it is just just an just an amazing game, and uh, that is that is a game that that kind of solidifies again. The PS2 was not my was not my console of choice. It was, um, but it did it did give me the my favorite game ever, um, and and it was just it was just so. And, and what was so funny. Is that the end boss was like was like Leon Kennedy in like it, it, uh, like a cross between Virgil and Leon, which was which is mm-hmm. like <laughs> yeah, which just tripped me the hell out. So so yeah, and you know, and there are some games you know like the like the Bouncer, which you know their launch titles will be talked about, which weren't all that great, but had a good aesthetic. Uh, but the, the PS2 just had just an old, an all around balanced diet. You know, you just had a balanced diet of games and game types there. Uh, and I know I, I'm forgetting, I'm forgetting some things, but for me, uh, and I know I've been blabbering on about it for a while, but the, the, the PS2 really came into its prime when I bought an import. When I bought a Japanese PS2, because there were all these arcade collections that came out, and I still have all of those. Um, the Sega Ages collections with Dynamite Deco 1 and 2, um, the fighting games. Uh, even though the PS2 was never a 2D powerhouse, that that crown was always the Saturns, and and to another extent, the, the Dreamcast. But... Um, I had Power Instinct. I don't remember what it was. If it was three, Power Instinct three, one of the most politically incorrect games you will ever play. Mm. Good game. <laughs> um, you know, and uh, all the all the fighters, all the arcade games uh, that that only saw the light of day there. And the reason I got an, uh, a Japanese PS two was because it was actually it can't. I got to a point where it was actually cheaper to buy it. From to import it, even with uh, outside of paying for shipping, than it would be to send my my American PS2 to someone to well find someone who would do the mod, have them do it, and uh, and get it back. So I it was just easier for me to just get an import, which I did. I still have my my Japanese PS2, um, and I even got a fight stick for it. <laughs> for the, uh, I'm gonna jog to, your memory a bit, Kev. Uh, DMC three is it your favorite DMC? No, um, I think my favorite. Believe it or not, I think my favorite Devil May Cry is probably four. Hmm. Yeah, I I think it's four. It's either it's either the first one or the fourth one. Definitely um, not two though. Oh <laughs> hells to the no no. <laughs> Two. Oh my gosh, that game literally can die in a fire. But uh, yeah, it's either one or four because I mean, um, Nero. A lot of people hate it on Nero, but I like Nero's game mechanic. I like that that demon arm that would push and push and pull. I thought that added something kind of unique to the gameplay. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's either gonna for me, it's either gonna be one or one or four for. Uh, for for Devil May Cry, I know four was not on PS2, but uh, yeah. one definitely was. The first one definitely was, and that really, um, it, it when that game introduced 
uh, it w- was a big part of my desire to master combat systems. It was the first Devil May Cry because I wanted to I wanted to get those S ranks and all those different levels, and juggling the the gun with the sword and doing those air attacks and then following through with the um, his his dash attack was just that is just man uh, that solidified my love for combat mechanics in my action games uh, it was probably that first devil may cry um even even probably more so than ninja gaiden because ninja gaiden was about always effectively disposing of your opponents quickly because you were always surrounded and eliminating them quickly, but Devil May Cry was always about flash and and building your combo meter to you know and seeing how long it could maintain that S rank. So uh, definitely, yeah, definitely Devil May Cry was that kind of that gateway drug to combat mechanics for me. And I fail not to mention all the GTAs because I think that was yeah. uh, something for a lot of people. GTA Three and Vice City. Mm-hmm. On there, San Andreas, of course. Um, for me personally, uh, Dynasty Warriors Five was like one of the first like games in that genre that really just kind of spoke to me. And then also um, Capcom Sengoku Basara series. I mean, I think Desi can remember that it was just yeah, crazy bonkers. Yeah, I remember playing the Tony Hawk games. Actually, <laughs> um, I remember putting those on and and playing like spending hours with like with like moon gravity mode and i played i played all of those games you know i i was just started when you started talking about this you know i totally forgot about some of the games that i played on the ps2 burnout you know psychonauts you know it's just i i i could, i actually had to look up some of the games that came out you know for that system because i completely forgot about it like god of the first god of war you know yeah first two god of wars yeah. yeah it's like damn like i totally forgot about all that uh, you know a game i forgot about but i enjoyed the, the hell out of us shadow of rome that was another capcom joint too. yeah yeah shadow of rome was pretty dope yeah i was just like it's just i'm glad we're actually doing this because there are some games on here that that i don't even like i remember but then i don't remember it's just like it's like wow you know there was also a uh a 3d final fight on PS2, wasn't there? I can't remember what it was yeah, called. Yeah, Streetwise. Streetwise, very, yeah. Very, like, you know, like, gangster-esque. Yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> oh, speaking of gangster, we can't, we can't. Def Jam Wrestling 2. Oh! Def Jam Wrestling 2. Oh, wow. If, I haven't thought of that there game was a wrestling game that was... <laughs> excellent on all points i forgot about. about that and 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 mixing and the first one was cool but two was just like my goodness gracious when you when you knock snoop dog out of that i completely forgot that about that when you finish the story because he's the villain and he goes plummeting on top of that car spoilers yeah okay spoil i mean yeah i mean you know Forgive me, but I mean, <laughs> man, that game, that, that those wrestling mechanics, in my opinion, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't mess with modern wrestling games because they don't hold a candle mechanically 
to what they had in in Def Jam, that that EA Def Jam. Who who developed was that? Was that Ukes that developed that game, or was that? Uh... No, it wasn't Ukes. Uh, God, I'm trying to remember. Um, it was the other one, the one that did uh, the WCW games on the N64. So okay, no one Aki, I think. Aki, okay, yeah, okay, no wonder they were they were they were so good. Uh, but man, Def Jam Wrestling Two. Um, and I'm not a sports guy, but EA Street, EA Street, yeah. the first one and the, the second one, not so much, but that first EA Street was dope. Yeah, I didn't play, I didn't play a lot of those games either, but something about those games made it fun. Mm-hmm. SSX Tricky. Yeah, but uh, it was the music, I don't know. Uh, the music, but it was also the gameplay. Yeah. Um, S- SSX Tricky was is still you know the best you know I don't know what you call it arcade snowboard game you know um, you know I-, I was always moving and trying to push and 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 build a higher and better score doing those downhill races and man uh, the the SSX and uh, EA Street. Uh, particularly the first one, because what I liked about the first one is that you would actually build your team from the teams that you would beat in the story mode. So you would select a character from the, that opposing team, and at, or the, I think it was either the, uh, any, I can't remember if it was any member of a team or if it was the captain, but <clears throat> you could really put together an eclectic uh, team uh, by beating beating those folks on your way to the championship and you would add them to your team and it, it was that game was just so good and again and i'm not a sports guy at all but you know it was it was kind of like the return of nba jam with a with a kind of cool kind of an interesting story and i would say a little bit deeper mechanics uh but yeah nba street was 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 fire now, one thing that I've forgotten about too, but just thinking back about it, Mark Cree and then the sequel to Mark. Oh Cree. yes, Rise, yeah. of, Rise of the Kasai. Yes, I you know I you know Mark Cree two I never played, and I was such a super fan of the first one. I just never got around to playing the second one. I wonder if it's backwards compatible on the PS4. I don't know if that's something you would dive back into if it was. I probably would. Really. I probably would because I, I Mark of Cree was just it, it, that you know it was such an unusual ma- mechanic, uh, you know fighting you know three opponents that you it was always you know three opponents no matter how many people were on the screen, and each one tied to a button. Yeah. I just really liked that. Um, I just really liked that mechanic. It was really cool. It and had stealth. It had stealth mechanics, and but when you got that axe, boy, <laughs> when Raul got that axe, man, it was over. You start swinging, you going into that that uh, giant swing with that axe, you were just cutting fools in half, left and right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rise of the Kasai is on PS4. It's one of those PS2, you know, remasters where they just slapped it on PS4 with a uh, res, basically. So. Mm-hmm. So it's fourteen ninety nine though. So yeah, I don't know if I want to pay fourteen. <laughs> I would probably pay fourteen for the first one because the first one was was just super dope. 
First but one's I, first one's actually available on that. It's in my backlog, so mm-hmm. probably get on a humble bundle or something. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's like a ton of games, and we definitely appreciate the PS2, and it's just good to kind of look back, kind of refreshing my memory a little bit, just sitting here talking about it. It's like. Mm-hmm. Although, like, little, th- even the third-party games that were released on all systems, but, you know, you're dealing with uh, Red Faction, Red Faction mm-hmm. 2, uh, Mercenaries, I love Mercenaries. Time Splitters. Yep, Time Splitter, yep. Killer 7, I don't know if any of us played that. But I, I played at your house. Yep. Killer 7 was the goods. Genji, the, another samurai game. That's, I, I don't know why they don't make any more samurai games, for God's sake. Oh, dude, remember that Jet Lee game? There was a Jet Li game. I can't remember the name of it now, and it was uh, it was a it was a twin. It was like a twin stick beat 'em up. You use the left stick to to maneuver, and you use the right stick to punch and kick in different directions. I never played it. It's called Rise to Honors. So. Yeah, I never that, that game either. was sick. That game was sick. I remember. Yeah. You could do stuff like dudes would like uh, throw chairs and stuff at you. It was like set up like a choreographed, you know, kung fu theater. You could, if you timed it right, you could like kick things back at people. Dude throws a chair at you, you would kick it back in his face. Or someone tries to grab, you know, smack you with a table from behind, you could grab it and swing it back and knock knock them to kingdom come. That game was super dope. I remember uh, I bought that and I took it to my my friend Damon's and we, because he didn't, if if I'm in memory served, he didn't have it, and he was like, "I'm finishing this game tonight," and we, and we he played through that whole game. Jeez. Yeah, that yeah that game was pretty dope. Yeah, that was actually developed by Sony, believe it or not. So mm-hmm. Sony. Um, uh, Sony US though, so. So um, one of the one of the like one of the games that I didn't play was I think the PS2 had a great a great era for like the platformers and one platformer I never played and never really got into was Jack and Daxter. I always felt bad about that. I think I should probably pick that up and take a look at it now that it's um now that you can. I never played it. You know. Uh, the the first one, the second one, kind of went off the rails a bit. Because uh, it had a little bit more of an open world, it almost reminded me of someone took like a a GTA clone and added to a platformer with oh. both two and three. But the first one, the first one was literally like just like almost like uh, refining like a 3D platformer, aka like you know um, Mario 64 or, or you know Banjo and Kazooie of that sort, and just kind of distilling it. Uh, to just really good means on there. I mean, I, I enjoyed that first game quite a bit. So yeah, I don't I never never played it. Uh, one of the ones that I did play was this, was Sly Cooper. I thought that was a, I thought that was a fantastic uh, series, and I really hope that they're the next ones that gets a, a, a remaster remake because I really really liked that um, that series well, of games. If you still have your PS3, I don't think you have your PS3 up though. But uh, they did release a. Uh, uh, re- like an HD collection for PS3 for Sly Cooper, and then they brought out a sequel on the PS3 as well. So, so yeah, I'm gonna need to have um, that all on the PS4, please. <laughs> so. 
Did y'all ever play? You... Did y'all ever play? Speaking of platforms, did y'all ever play Klonoa Two? Oh hell yeah! <laughs> hell I yeah. missed out on that one. Klonoa I missed that because I love the first one. I missed out on that one. Yeah, Klonoa, Klonoa, and Klonoa Two, fantastic games. I enjoyed the crap out of Klonoa. Had no idea what they were, what he was saying. The big floppy ass ears. <laughs> he was, he was great. Fantastic. I thought about some other beat 'em ups too, like Urban Rain from Namco. Man, oh man, that game was just awesome. I don't know if you guys played that or not. Urban Rain, Urban Rain. Sounds familiar. I've, I think it is. See now, I gotta. Okay, now I gotta do a search. It sounds so familiar. <laughs> Yeah, straight up like a um, modern Final Fight 3D from the uh, Tekken team of all. I probably played at your house. <laughs> I. It sounds familiar, but I'm looking at images and I. It doesn't ring a bell, but it definitely looks like something I would play. Hell, maybe I should like get the PS2 and drive to your house. Right <laughs> there you go. We'll go at it. There you go. You know. I remember all the brawlers coming after this, like beat down. I don't know if you played beat down or not. That game was like crazy. And uh... there was a, um, there was a, uh, and it was it, it was like a remake of who was remember that that Williams arcade game where you were the the quote unquote. It was Narc. It was a remake of Narc on the PS2. Narc. It was 3D. Wow. Uh, there was a, um, you, you were two cops. One, I think one was black and one was white Yep. and <laughs> you could, you could, you would do stuff like you could, you had to sell dope on the street. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Cause you were trying to stay undercover. They had this whole, um, they had this whole storyline, uh, 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 Built into it, but the game the game was billed as a, as a kind of like a lackluster kind of whack game. But me and Damon played the heck out of that game. I, I'm sure we finished it. I don't remember how it ended, but the funniest thing, the funniest thing that, and it's like one one of those things that in games that happen. I I can't remember if it was if it was me or Damon that was playing, but one of us was playing. And I remember he, if it was him, he was using the, uh, we were using the, it was the white dude and we had, we had just finished one drug deal and we had to run away because the cops saw us. So he was trying to get another drug cause he had to sell X amount of X amount of heroin or X amount of cocaine. I mean, they didn't mess around. <laughs> you were dealing with like real drugs. <laughs> and so he comes up to this dude. And he asks him, want to buy some shit? And the cop from off screen just comes up and clocks him, knocks him out. And you see the guy, he pulls out his little notepad, writing him a ticket. And you see the game over. It was just the way it played out. The way it played out was freaking hilarious. I mean, we were just rolling. I mean, we weren't even mad that it (laughs) <laughs> that the, the the game was over. We we're just cracking up. It's just one of those things that happen in games that just like Damn. you just start cracking up over it. But yeah, Narc. I remember that game too. And then there was um, no. I think that one was that was on P. That other game that I was about to mention was on PS3. So never mind. But 
Yeah. Just stroll down memory lane, yo. Yeah, so what are your guys' uh, favorite PS2 games? Just let us know, or what, what's your impressions on PS2 in general? You know, We'll talk about it next show, uh, just in case, uh, if you have any fond memories of any particular games on that. Uh, you know, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe if your favorite game is uh, Mortal Kombat Shaolin Monks or something. So. Shaolin Monks was another cool, cool game. I, that is the only Mortal Kombat that I actually like. I, I just never could get into the fighting, the mechanics of, of Mortal Kombat proper, but Shaolin Monks was, was dope. Oh, that was another that. game that me and Damon played through together. It was just like, hey, you know, I, I think he was, I, 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 I can't remember. I think we switched between whichever character, whichever played whichever character. We must have run through that game several times. Uh, uh playing through Shaolin Mugs. That was a cool game. I, that's the only Mortal Kombat game that I actually like. But yeah, so, alright folks, we hope that you enjoyed uh, that stroll down PS2 memory lane as much as we did. Um, we're going to move into, uh, to talk talk a little bit about our game nights. Our game nights take place on Thursday evenings, 9pm Eastern Standard Time, 6pm a Pacific, typically taking place on PlayStation 2, but we have all platforms, so we are uh, platform agnostic as to where they can take place. But typically, for the most part, they have been taking place on PSN. Um, we can, the, our show, I mean, and we'll get into our contact in a little bit, but uh, if you would like to be part of our uh, PSN game night, you can follow us on Twitter at Gaming Vessels. Uh, and uh, you can also reach us through our respective Twitter channels as well. And speaking of that, uh, how do you get in contact with us? Well, you can reach out to us via email. You can contact us at gamingvessels at gmail.com. If you'd like to be a part of the show and have us interview you so you can get your perspectives on gaming out to our listeners, we'd love to have you be a part and see how the sausage is made. If we've said something uh, that you would like to add to or being have a put a counterpoint out to, you're going to want to send that email to gamingvessels at gmail.com. Social media, uh, I can be reached at shownuff71 on Twitter. That's S-H-O-N-U-F-F, the number 71. PlayStation Network, I am shownuff7, same spelling with the number 7. Xbox Live, I am Shonuff071, again, same spelling with 071. And on Steam, I am Shonuff71, uh, same spelling as the Twitter handle. So, Des, where can fine folks get a hold of you at? All right. You can get you can, uh, see me on Twitter at uh, the Nemo6, T H E N E M O 6, uh, S I X. Or you can uh, catch me on uh, PSN. As Nemo Tigger, N E M O T G G R. I am also on Xbox, but I haven't played it in a while. So, yeah. And if you, again, just to just, uh, say this every time, if you would like to become a, one of our friends on PSN or uh, definitely on PSN or any of the other uh, assisted networks, please, when you send out a friend's request, say that you heard you heard about us from uh, uh, Gaming Vessels because there's a lot of spam out there. So just let us know where you heard us, you know. Love friends, you know, only if they're real. So, Joe, where can folks find you? 
Uh, my Twitter handle is at Joe Fungul, J-O-E-F-O-N-G-U-L. Um, PSN, Nintendo Network, and Steam. I am Kamunagara, K-A-M-U-N-A-G-A-R-A. And then on Xbox, I am Kamunagara, same spelling, 6995. All right, all right. So, folks, we thank you for thank you for joining us on uh, Season 6, Episode 7 of Gaming Vessels. So for Trader Joe, a.k.a. the Food Max of Gaming, who will maximize your gaming dollar, and for Dez, the Bay Area Terror, I am Kevin, a.k.a. Shonuff71, signing off, and we will be back next week. Well, actually, no. Uh, We are taking a one-week hiatus, uh, but we will be back the following week with a new show and uh, hopefully some, uh, some interesting things to discuss in the wonderful world of gaming. But again, thanks for joining us. We'll be back next time. Peace.